1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Michael Beale confirms Jose Cifuentes has signed a pre-contract with Rangers. Brendan Rodgers said Celtic gained a lot from their opening Japan defeat ahead of taking Gamble Osaka tomorrow and the League Cup group stages start tomorrow. I'm Andrew McLean. Join me in the studio tonight as Hugh Keevans. Well, Celtic kick off in 16 hours' time in Osaka. The Celtic fans will be looking for a better defensive performance than they got in Yokohama at the beginning of the week. Brendan Rodgers will want to see greater security at the back for Celtic. And Rangers, their fans will be looking forward to the game against Hamburg tomorrow and seeing if they can pick up where they left off against Newcastle. Narrowly beaten, but a first goal for Sam Lammers and they're looking for more. 01419511025 on the phones if you want to get involved or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB as well. It'd be good to hear from you on this Friday night. Lots happening today. The big story coming out of Rangers is that Michael Beale has spoken to the press today, spoke to Sky Sports and told them about that pre-contract agreement they've got with Jose Cifuentes. So we know he will be a Rangers player at some point, Hugh. But yeah. it's now whether Rangers can get that deal over the line and get him in this summer. Well, Rangers are making a high-powered, heavily bankrolled tilt at getting this league championship trophy back from Celtic. And the Rangers fans must be feeling very optimistic about all that's going on. Danilo, talk of a £5 million bid for the Feyenoord striker. If Rangers get him in, it will take their spending roughly to £12 million for the summer. That's what the fans want to see. And Celtic in friendly action again tomorrow. Brendan Rodgers has been speaking. He said they gained a lot from that game a few days ago, that 6-4 defeat. I think Celtic fans out there will certainly want to see a better defensive display than that game, but it still is a friendly, it still is early in pre-season for Celtic. Yeah, but there are all manner of concerns at the back for Celtic. The great debate over Joe Hart in goal, whether or not his time has come and it's time for a new goalkeeper to be brought in. I don't believe that Benji Segrist or Scott Bain fill the bill for Celtic, who have Champions League football to take care of. Also, both full-back positions, I think, need cover, need players brought in. And uh, at central defence, uh, you have Cameron Carter-Vickers not yet fit to resume. Starfelt, another mistake from him, cost Celtic a goal in uh, Yokohama. Uh, I know that Celtic have interest in the uh, Polish defender, Mike Navroki, uh, and I think that's another area where the Celtic fans are looking to see action being taken. Well, let's hear from you. 01419511025 on the phones, or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. Whatever is on your mind tonight, we want to hear from you. Maybe your team is in League Cup action again tomorrow. Lots of games on the goal, lots of competitive action as well, Hugh. St Mirren will be a team that will be looking to bounce back from that defeat to Montrose, an interesting clash between Motherwell and Queen's Park amongst many good games. Yeah, let's be honest though, people are looking at Dundee United versus Peterhead. Dundee United as good as out of the Via Play Cup for as long as we can call it that. The League Cup, it may revert to being called before we're very much longer. But Jim Goodwin lost five games on the bounce 
after the split last season, which contributed to Dundee United being relegated. He's lost the first two of this season. That's seven defeats on the bounce. He really cannot withstand a defeat from Peterhead tomorrow at Tannadice. Well, let's hear from you. 01419511025. Let's start with that story coming out of Rangers today. As I say, Michael Beale has discussed the fact that uh, Jose Cifuentes has agreed a pre-contract deal and he will be a Rangers player come uh, the end of, well, this calendar year. It'll be mm. this summer, whether they can get the deal over the line at all. But certainly it's another... Well, it's another instance of Rangers getting their business done early in terms of a pre-contract this time, but they'll be wanting to get him through the door for the Champions League qualifiers, which is the big one. Well, let's be honest, Rangers had to do their business early and they had to do it uh, in the way that they have done by bringing in several players because several either went out or are in the process of going out and Celtic won the treble. Rangers were trophyless. So what they have done is respond to their circumstances. And they brought in players of an exciting nature. I think the fans are galvanised by it all. They would like to see Danilo at that kind of price, given that he's a Feyenoord, uh, good pedigree. Uh, they would like to see him come in. And Sam Lammers did himself a favour by scoring midweek against Newcastle United. Dessers would like to score tomorrow. Rangers have got their business done they are going for this title big time yeah I'm sure we will hear a bit of that clip of Michael Beale in a second or two but if we talk about that Danilo deal there's reports that it's a bit of around £5 million mm. as you see it's a big outlay I think there was maybe a lot of Rangers fans that had looked at the deal for Serial Dessers and thought that he was maybe the, the number one striking target around yeah. £4 million plus add-ons a big outlay for him and £3.5 million for Sam Lammers as well. But Rangers willing to go even further to sign Danilo. It shows how much of a fan Michael Beale is of him. Yeah, and they can balance the books or almost. They've already got money, uh, £2.5 million for uh, Cholak. Uh, Scott Wright will fetch another half a million. If Glenn Kamara can realise a decent sum of money, then Rangers will have gone some way to balancing the books. But I repeat, they are doing what they had to do. Rangers can't go through another trophyless season and they really need to start making inroads. Of the last 21 domestic trophies in this country, Celtic have won 17 of them. 17 out of 21. That's why Rangers are funding what they think and hope will be a serious challenge to Celtic. And then you look at the business that Michael Beale has done in January and now with every passing day it becomes more of a revamp of the Rangers squad or a refresh of the Rangers squad you look in midfield he's wanting to bring in Joseph Cifuentes in this window that'll add to new midfielders he's already brought in in Todd Cantwell Nicholas Raskin Kieran Dowell and then you look up front as well huge changes Alfredo Morelos gone Antonio Cholak mm. gone Sam Lammers is already in Abdallah Sima is already in Serial Dessers is already in and wants Danilo on top of that, it's a hugely different squad that Rangers fans are going to be seeing next season. But Rangers were stale, and Celtic won everything. And now Rangers have refreshed the whole place. Uh, and the fans like what they see. Uh, you know, I thought that Newcastle United were reasonably comfortable winners against the Rangers on Tuesday, but we're talking about uh, a team that uh, Eddie Howe has turned into one of the best in England. 
uh, and he has revamped and revitalised St James's Park. But Rangers, to me, approach the start of the new season. It's two weeks tomorrow. They are approaching it, looking the part. We'll go to the phone shortly. 01419511025. But let's hear a bit from Michael Beale speaking to Sky Sports today. First of all, on that pre-contract that's agreed with Jose Cifuentes. Yeah, it is. It is getting closer again. You know, uh, logistics of that one and, and work permits and everything else that goes in between it. The clubs are still talking. He's out of contract at the end of the year and we have an agreement for that and we would like to bring it obviously uh, to close early if we can so that he can join us in this window. So those discussions are ongoing. Yeah, it's quite similar to what happened with Todd Cantwell in January that when a player's in the last six months of their contract, they can go out and agree a pre-contract with another team. Rangers obviously benefited from negotiating with Norwich and getting Todd Cantwell in six months earlier. That's exactly what they're looking to do now with Sifuentes. Yeah, pay the money, get him in now. Uh, the, the American club can't be that difficult to deal with they're losing him at the end of the year anyway uh, so again it speaks volumes for the way Michael Beale is going about his job now he wants everyone there ready to go on the 5th of August when Rangers go to Kilmarnock well let's go to the phones 01419511025 Andy is a Rangers fan in Finiston Andy how are you? Hi fine how are you guys? Yeah, not too bad. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, just a quick one before I start about the football. I was trying, I was listening. To, I was watching a program yesterday about Muhammad Ali, a documentary, and the American commentator said we asked a very well-known Scottish uh, uh, no reporter, Mister Hugh Evans, how we, Muhammad Ali was going to beat Ken Norton. Can you believe it? Nineteen seventy-four. I think that was you. Yeah, well, I started in journalism, Andy, in uh, January of 1970, so I'd been four years at it by ah. that stage. <laughs> ah, you, gave, you gave me good advice anyway. Good. <laughs> I, I, I stopped doing it in 1974. I've been rubbish ever since. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Anyway, just about, uh, I mean, Rain's a really desperate sign, this guy, into this Danilo boy, uh, which I'm looking forward to. I think Michael Wheel must really, really fancy him. Uh, the way he keeps you know, getting more, a wee bit more money for him so what we get him through as well well you know people talk about statement signings and I think he would be one for Rangers uh, as I say Feyenoord good pedigree uh, the money £5 million or just over it is by Scottish standards good money uh, and I think it's a statement from Rangers but I keep on saying this Andy they had to do things in this manner because you as a Rangers supporter don't want to see another Celtic treble. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, this is evidence of Michael Beale being backed this bid and the previous deals for the likes of Dessers and Lammers comes with that is expectation and pressure. Of course. The, the, the pressure's on Michael Beale because the whole season is about his judgment of a player. If the signings do not live up to their reputation or their fee then if Celtic win the league it's a problem for Michael Beale uh, because you know Rangers really went out to back him to build the Michael Beale team if they don't win the league he's in bother by the same token if Brendan Rodgers doesn't win the league for Celtic he's in bother Andy if you look at Danilo what is it about him that excites you? No, I'm not, again, I'm not seeing too much of him, but the way I, I think I said that a couple of weeks ago, that Michael Beale, you know, he goes face to face with these guys, 
and he's pretty confident in him and they, you know, he talks him like, the guys go right I want to play for Rangers you know what I mean but I, I think he's going to be slightly different to what Alfie Morelos was and that, you know what I mean and I, again is he going to go with two up front I keep saying this you know is he, the way he's buying all these people it's so-called strikers you're just wondering if he's going to maybe play a different system with both the two up front I think there's every reason to believe that he will the early evidence suggests that when you look at how Rangers lined up towards the tail end of last season you look at the pre-season matches they've had the game against Newcastle it tends to be at the moment a front two with one in behind and you look at the players that are being brought in there's a lot of central strikers if Danilo comes in that's another one on top of that let's be brutally honest about our own premiership in most of the matches that Rangers play they should be well able to play two up front Michael Beale might take time to think about how to handle a Celtic game home or away but just about every other team in the league, why wouldn't Celtic or Rangers, for that matter, play two up front? They are vastly, vastly superior to the sides they come up against. Look at the last league table of the season. The gulf between the Celtic, Rangers and the rest is monumental. Andy, do you know much about Jose Cifuentes? Is he an addition you're looking forward to, whether that is at the end of the year or this summer? Again, I don't really know too much about him. Yeah, but listen, as I keep saying, Michael Beals, he gets his eye on something he wants him and he, he, he must see a lot in him to, to get him, you know what I mean? Is that key, trying to get players in as early as this, if Rangers can get the Cifuentes deal over the line? We talked earlier about the Champions League qualifiers, having business done, going into them early must be massive for Rangers. Oh, I definitely. I mean, I mean, even the other night, I mean, the Newcastle game, I thought when the, when Raskin and Hadjik came on, I thought they, they totally changed the game. I mean, Rangers looked, you know, playing a good team, Newcastle are, are a class act, but when they two come on, they seem to change as well, you know what I mean? So, I, got, I kept, I think I said a month ago, we're going to keep Hadjik, and I thought he's looking a lot sharper now. I think we, we cannot dismiss the Champions League factor because it's important. You know, Celtic are there, don't need to qualify. Rangers have to play two qualifying rounds. Rangers want to be there. Last season in the Champions League was a disaster. The worst ever Champions League group stage performance by any team. They want to get back in there. They want to improve upon that. Uh, and let's be honest, there's a huge financial incentive to get there. So it's important. So Michael Beale, on top of basically having to win his domestic league, I think he has to qualify for the Champions League as well. Well, thank you to Andy. Let's hear that final clip from Michael Beale. He's been talking about their uh, business generally going forward and also about talks with Feyenoord over Danny Lowe. Well, there's a lot of speculation around one or two names and, and, and I don't know why that's gathered so much pace because I think they're a little way off just yet and they're not the only names we're looking at. I think... Uh, as our squad, we, we spoke about wanting it to be tighter and we think that there's a lot of competition for places, but with that, one or two players naturally will want some guarantees to play regularly. So I think there will be some change and the one or two names out there, they're very good players, but there's nothing right imminent uh, as today, if you like. Yeah, I have to ask you directly then. Danilo's been one that's certainly been mentioned. Is that a player that you've made a bid for? And, and how interested are you in him? Yeah, there's talks in the background on that one, but he's fine odds player at the moment. They've also got their building uh, after a really successful campaign last year. So we'll keep that just uh, between the two clubs at the moment. And if there's any news on it, we'll update. He's, he's obviously a good player. 
with plenty of time to get involved. 01419511025, and you could be up next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans in the studio with me, Andrew McLean. 01419511025. If you want to get involved on the phones, or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. A sad day for you, Hugh. Oh, uh, I thought you'd never mention it. Tony Bennett. My favourite singer of all time. He has become a feature on this show just because of your affection yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm very fortunate to see Tony Bennett in Glasgow on three occasions. And, uh, you know, the age of 96 and he had been suffering from dementia. But it was my privilege and pleasure to have watched him. So rest in peace, Antonio Benedetto. He'll live on through Hugh Evans on this show, I'm sure. He'll get a mention most weekends for the rest of the season. He'll certainly get a mention in my house tonight. I'll get the the albums ready for a night of duetting with Mrs. Keevans. Oh, there we go. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five if you want to be up next. Alec is a Celtic fan in Milton. Alec, what's on your mind tonight? That's about uh Rangers set on that boy Kovac. Okay. Every time, time you've seen him playing for Rangers, I've never seen him a lot enough, but every time you looked if he could put a ball in the back of the net. And uh, obviously Rangers have punched him to uh, a palmer for about two and a half million. Yep. So, well, you've answered your own question. I think, way, it, I think it was what one point eight million they, yeah. they signed him for, so a, a slight profit there. But you, but you feel as if he was. Oh, he's, a, go here. he's answered his own question there by saying he didn't see him a lot. That's because Michael Beale didn't really appreciate Antonio Cholak as much as you did, Alec. Uh, and if the manager thinks he can do better, then. He, he sells them and he gets money for the club and that Michael Beale clearly thinks he's got better than Antonio Cholak either in the building now or coming into the building and that's why I say this season is all about Michael Beale's judgement. If he's done the wrong thing by moving on Cholak, then it'll come back to haunt him. But at the moment, he thinks he's got players who are better and that's why he's a manager. What was it that impressed you about him, Alec? I don't think he scored any goals against Celtic last season. Well, it was never scored many goals against Celtic, did he? For a year, he was there. Yeah, he scored more than zero, though. Yeah. He scored more than the zero that Antonio Cholak did. Yes, he played in in more games. Well, of course, he did. He was there for it was a four or five year. They played every game against Celtic, more or less, apart from injuries. How long did the many games that Cholak play against Celtic? Yeah, but you know, you're you're hanging your hat on one particular player here and saying that Rangers will be weaker for selling Antonio Cholak. Nobody knows that's the case, and I think it was abundantly clear that Michael Beale didn't think that Antonio Cholak was going to be a long-term first-choice Rangers player. So he's moved them on. If he's wrong, I repeat, it'll come back to haunt him. So, Alec, do you not think any of the players Rangers have brought in this summer or? Danilo on top of that will be an improvement on Antonio Cholak No chance he'll be in the low one week they'll be on the B team shot well on that mob <laughs> based on what? I see that guy if you found out yes have you been watching quite a lot of Rangers recruits then Alec? Hey. have you been watching quite a lot of the players Rangers are bringing in? No, all you do is look at the 
Rangers. You see what they did to the signing. Well, you're letting yourself down here. You know, you, 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 there, there are ways of assessing the season to come. There are ways of uh, assessing the media. You're letting yourself down all over the place here. Best to wait until the season starts and see how things go, Alec. These are strikers that Michael Beale has been tracking for a long time. He's gone out his way to, you know, sit down with some of these players face to face. He'll have the confidence that they can score goals. But on top of that, he's had a long time to assess Antonio Cholak. Yes, he had that injury, but, you know, he, he gave him an opportunity, didn't feel he was good enough. So I'm not sure Michael Beale will be too worried about Alex's opinion. Well, you know, managers live or die by the decisions that they make. Now, this whole season for Rangers is about Michael Beale's decision-making. If he's brought in the right players and he wins the league, then he's the number one man and he's a hero in the eyes of the Rangers supporters. If any or all of the players that he's brought in do not do the job for Rangers, then Michael Beale's in trouble. But we'll only start to find out on the 5th of August and we'll find out very early in the season because the 5th of August, Rangers are at Kilmarnock, uh, in September the 3rd they've got Celtic so four games into the season we will have an indication not a final conclusion but we will have an indication of the way both of them have started the season Alec what about Celtic's business have you been impressed by that so far? Well I'm quite comfortable I don't have a line too hard dodgy in the big centre half and so you still feel there's there's a lot of business to be done then, Alec? Eh? So you still feel there's a lot of business to be done? So you don't sound too relaxed then if you feel that you know you, there's quite a bit of business to be done? I know, but it's going to happen. We're going to do it. So it's going to buy the sellers talk about uh, paying twelve million and try to even the books. They always put them on the bank, so they're taking the time. They're not going to the press and I'd be bought us for up where. No, I mean so it's uh, just taking the time, which is uh, good business. Uh, I mean, no, you know, uh, Michael Bale, he's he's only a telling me that he's the prime minister. Well, Alec, I, I mean, you're a terrible man for personalising these issues. He's the Rangers manager. He doesn't he doesn't phone up television stations and ask them to come over. They want to speak to him because he's the Rangers manager. Likewise, with Brendan Rodgers at Celtic Park, because you're the manager of Rangers at Celtic in this city, you are a big deal. So and you probably don't see as much of Brendan Rodgers on television at the moment because Celtic are halfway around the world in Japan. Yeah, so see, uh, this personalising of the, the the whole situation you know the, it's football let's deal with the football players the transfers in and out and how matches progress but that you know Michael Beale's number of appearances on television is not relevant Are you as confident as Alec is that, that Brendan Rodgers is going to get the business done? Um, well they're taking their time you know the, 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 uh, the game in Yokohama exposed the uh, obvious areas of discomfort at the back. The goalkeeper is certainly an issue for the Celtic fans. Uh, Starfelt, I, I know that I frequently criticise Starfelt, but I just feel that he is 
a potential risk in most matches that Celtic play. Most matches, though. Yeah. Did you not form a good partnership with Cameron Carter-Vickers and they were very solid throughout a lot of the league campaign, conceded the least least goals in the Premiership last season? Yeah, you wouldn't say most games, well, surely. It's one thing, you know, against uh, Hamilton Ackies or... Uh, not Hamilton Ackies, uh, Kilmarnock or Ross County or Dundee United who were relegated. Celtic have their eyes on the Champions League. That's and, not most games though, is it? No, but, well, I... I I would suggest that in more than 50% of Celtic's games, you get a mistake out of Carl Starfield. More than 50% of Celtic Can you games? disprove my argument? Can you prove your argument? We've got a draw there. <laughs> well, thank you to Ali. Call 141951-1025 on the phones. Robert is a Rangers fan up next in Partick. Robert, what are you thinking tonight? Hi, guys. Thank God that guy's off. The, the, the radio there is slatterable with things he's coming away with. Anyway, just we were talking about Danilo. Yes. Uh, Rangers. Um, I just understand there that the the bid's been rejected. The five point two million bid. It's in evening times, daily record, the Scotsman, and things like that. Yeah, I certainly have seen sort of mixed reports coming into the show tonight, Hugh. There was maybe some outlets that were saying that uh, a bid had been rejected. There mm-hmm. was, you know, also reports saying that you know a fresh bid had gone in. Whether that was the fresh bid. Or not, but certainly Michael Beale has spoken today yeah. and he said talks are ongoing between well, the clubs. So whether official bids have been knocked back or not, Michael Beale is certainly, you know, in discussions with Feyenoord over it and Rangers representatives are. Matters have to come to a head very quickly because if Feyenoord are digging in their heels, then Rangers either meet Feyenoord's asking price or they go elsewhere because Michael Beale doesn't have the time to be involved in a long, protracted argument over how much Danilo is worth. He wants to have players in by August 5 and by the start of the, the season, Kilmarnock away. So I would think if he's not in 24 to 48 hours from now, if the transfer is not over the line by then, Rangers will go elsewhere. Yeah, one of the clips we heard of Michael Beale earlier on, Robert, he was saying that, you know, some of the names in the in the press aren't the only players that Rangers are talking to. He says that there's there's quite a few things going on in the background. So are you quite confident that if a deal isn't struck for Danilo, that Rangers will have the backup options there to go for? They can't they can't pander to anybody, they need to move on quickly. Um I was at the Newcastle game, uh, it was the first half was just, it was terrible to watch in the first half. Um, Rangers, the, the wind, there was no wind or anything in the game at all. Just, it was boring. Um, John Lundstrom doesn't do it for me at all. Um, the quicker we get that, it's Jufientes in, um, the better. And when Raskin came on, what a difference that young that young lad made in the game. He was a total difference. Same with Hadji, what a difference that young boy made when he came on as well so um, I'm optimistic um, I would like Danilo on but uh, as Hugh says can't wait any longer either 24 to 40 hours if you can't get the, the man in then move on and go to other targets you know, the Rangers I'm quite sure Robert have uh, a financial ceiling where uh, Danilo is concerned and we'll know very soon whether they are willing to go beyond that figure or decide, look, that's our valuation and if you don't want to take it, 
go elsewhere because that's a decent, very decent sum of money. Uh, you you find, and I'm sure they have the database there at Ibrox, and they have other targets in mind. Uh, you you find a club who would be more than happy to take five million pounds off your hands. Robert was talking about the fact that he he doesn't have a lot of confidence in John Lundstrom, but Rangers have a lot of options in that area, and yeah. that's something Michael Beale will be happy with. But is there also the flip side to it that some players are going to have to move on? It certainly looks from that area that the one that could be moving on is Glenn Kamara. Well, they have to move on for two reasons, Andrew. Uh, one is finance. Rangers have to get money in as well as spend money. Uh, and also, Michael Beale can't have a cast of thousands. Managers don't like that. It, it disrupts training on a daily basis. Uh, you see Celtic gradually getting rid of players who are surplus to requirements. Liam Shaw may be on his way to Wigan. Uh, Sorrow could be going to Panathinaikos. Uh, Brendan Rodgers doesn't want a cast of thousands at Lennox Town either. So now is the time when you have to get all of that sorted out. Robert, is that the next move if Danilo and Sifuentes are sorted that Michael Beale needs to look at more outgoings? Uh, definitely. I think the, the outgoings you would be, well, right away, you would talk, need, Lundstrom's only got a year left of his contract. Even if you get something for him, um, because the amount of times he lost the ball against Newcastle was, was frightening. Um, I would really get rid of him. Uh, ben Davis as well. Um, we need a, a left centre-back as well. Um, and we haven't got any wind. I know they're talking about using the full-backs, but looking at it against... I know Newcastle are a class above Rangers, um, but looking at that, there was nothing going forward. Barisic is, as well, I would, um, I would get rid of Barisic as well, because when Yilmaz came on, what a difference he made. Well, thank you to Robert. We'll need to end that there because we are late for the travel. But before the break, let me tell you about this. The cash register. Payday payouts. Played one. Well, we had another winner on the cash register earlier today. John was at work when he got the call. He knew the correct amount and took home more than £45,000. Today is him and his wife June's 33rd wedding anniversary and he said he plans to spend the cash on spoiling his family, but he said he needs to check with her what he's allowed to spend it on first. But John was today's winner and you could be taking home the money on Monday, but you need to know the correct cash register amount, which is £46,019. Remember that amount and get yourself in the draw. To enter, text YES to 61025. That's Y-E-S to 61025. If you get a call from us after three o'clock on Monday, answer it within five rings and make sure you know the correct cash register amount. Texts are £2 plus your standard network rate. Online entry is £2 or you can call 0330-880-4523. Calls are charged at the standard rate. It's over 18s only and all the rules for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website. So for your chance to win £46,019, text YES to 61025 and you can be picking up the phone to Gary Spence on Monday. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish Football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans in the studio with me, Andrew McLean Still time for you to get involved 0141-951-1025 Or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB I was just scrolling through Twitter there And Hibs are playing a friendly against Groningen tonight oh. the, the Dutch side who have put out their 
team for the game Kevin Van Veen starting up front for them Very interesting for Motherwell this season to do without Kevin Van Veen you know, the, 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 to say that they were reliant upon him last season would be a massive understatement uh, the goals he scored uh, the way he terrorised defences uh, he's a very very good player and he got a terrific move back to Groningen uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he does uh, at Easter Road yeah, they have signed Connor Wilkinson as a striker. Another signing for them today, Macedonian midfielder Davor Zdravkovsky, who has come in as well. So Stuart Kettlewell, I think he's found the the transfer window quite frustrating so far. It's been quite slow for Motherwell, but he'll be hoping that this is the start of things, really been able to kick in. Well, he has done a tremendous job at Motherwell since taking over in dire circumstances when Wraith Rovers had just knocked Motherwell out of the Scottish Cup and they were down at the bottom of the league table so he and Stevie Frail uh, have done a terrific job we'll now need to see how the new signings work out for them before we get back to the phones let's take a look at some of the League Cup fixtures tomorrow it is match day three of the Via Play Cup group stages we mentioned it earlier on is the big one for you Dundee United it has to be um you know, I, I like Jim Goodwin as a person, but the results aren't stacking up at the moment. Uh, he's had a torrid time of it. Aberdeen yeah, under Jim weren't going anywhere. Then there was the Darville Scottish Cup tie. Uh, he got the sack after losing six at Easter Road. Goes to Dundee United. They lost five games after the split. Five in a row relegated. They've lost their first two League Cup ties. They're as good as out of the competition already. Uh, they really need to make sure that tomorrow in front of their fans who have taken the start to the season very badly, they really need to beat Peterhead tomorrow or else. Yeah, some other interesting fixtures. St Mirren will be looking to get back to winning ways as well. Motherwell Queen's Park is a game that I, I quite like the look of as well. Yeah, well, Queen's Park, uh, an interesting story. In the making, they were so close to promotion, but it all blew up in their faces late on. Uh, but they, they're, you know, looking after themselves with a new manager, and they, they'll soon be in there in custom-built Lesser Hamden. Uh, and I look forward to that story developing. Well, let's go back to the phones. Kevin is a Celtic fan in Castle Milk. Kevin, what are you thinking tonight? Hi, there, gents. Um I was just phoning up about the transfer activity for the two old firm clubs. And I was just listening and I just thought it was actually quite funny that the Rangers fans are actually quite excited about their signings. And I guarantee you there's no one out there that actually knows any of the players they've actually signed. It's quite, I know... No, knowing a player like, doesn't guarantee success though, does it Kevin? No, it does, definitely doesn't. When Celtic have signed uh, the Asian players, I must admit, I did not know any of them as well, so... And obviously, look at that. We've just won another treble. I think Q said earlier on, I think it was 17 out of 21 trophies. That's correct. But Celtic have got history of signing players. Rangers have got history of not signing good players. So that's why, as a Celtic fan, I'm not worried. I think it's quite funny that everybody's getting quite excited. And that only. I think Rangers fans would look to recent history under Michael Beale, and Rangers fans no matter what Kevin thinks of the two players, if you look at it from a Rangers fan perspective, they've been big fans of what Todd Cantwell and Nicholas Raskin have had to offer. Yeah. And they've been the only two Michael Beale signings they've managed to see over a prolonged period. So is that maybe where 
they're getting some hope, Kevin, if they're players they, they liked? That possibly could be true. It possibly could be true. Tom Cantwell, or Todd Cantwell, has done well. I agree with that. Raskin looks like he's, he can play a ball as well. But Rangers, generally, for the last years of not being able to sign half-decent players, the players, that's the reason they've not won as many trophies, 17 out of 21. And I think three of them were actually during a COVID year. So I'll happily just goes to show. Kevin, I'll happily tell you a story against myself, which is a lesson to anyone and everyone about dismissing players that you haven't heard of. And I've lived with this for 25 years and the Celtic fans have never let me forget it. And I went on Celtic TV on the 20th anniversary of his signing uh, to talk about it. And I asked Celtic to invite me back on the 25th anniversary to talk about it because I happily tell the story against myself. I wrote a very small piece, probably not even 150 words long, saying, who's Lubo Moravchik? And he's 33 years old, and what will Celtic get? And of course, Lubo Moravchik went on to be one of the best players ever to wear Celtic's jersey. So, Kevin, there is the example of why you should be a little careful about going in too early on players because you may not have heard of them. Thank you, uh, is the fact that Celtic have got a history of signing good players. Like you said, Lubo Maracic. Like you said, Henrik, well, you didn't say, but Henrik Larson. And the is the problem with that not going so far back, though? I mean, the whole club structure will have changed from Lubo Moravchek and when Henrik Larsson came in to, to right now. But Celtic have had success in the last couple of seasons, I will say that, yeah. obviously. But but the principle I'm trying to explore here mm -hmm, yeah. is that you you cannot say in advance of this season beginning that Lammers, Dessers, Danilo, if they get him, uh, you cannot say these players are nobodies. Uh, you, you have to be careful. Complacency in football is a very dangerous thing. You have to see how, in, indeed, Marco Tilio or uh, Odin Holm or Yang or Kwon, you have to see how they do as well. It, 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 you know, they, they may be sensational, a lot of them, but... We have to get some football played, Kevin, to find out who's doing what at either side of the city. Kevin, what do you make of Celtic's business so far? Uh, I think it's actually been quite low. I think, uh, personally, um, they're all been club signing so far. I think they are. The boy for Australia, I think, was a club signing. I think Celtic were talking to him for three years, I think he quoted. But I do think Celtic will do a Brendan Rodgers signing, which... I think it will be actual decent money and I think it will be in the midfield as well. Um, but Celtic didn't really need to progress. Rangers had to go and buy. Celtic don't. They've got, that, like I say, treble winners and they've kept the core. We signed, obviously, Kyogo, Maeda and McGregor on long-term contracts. So I think there's the core's there. It's just one or two we... Nicks we have to do And I think You said it earlier on I think we do need to uh, Replace a right back And left back For competition In the both areas Do you not look along The back four And think Yeah Cover at full back For sure um, You know Starfelt Carter Vickers We don't know If Carter Vickers Will start the season uh, Starfelt When he doesn't have Carter Vickers Beside him Tends to 
look a bit awkward that does and the goalkeeper. I mean, I, I think with Champions League football on the horizon, Kevin, there's got to be a look along the back four and at the goalkeeper, surely. Well, Celtic did. Uh, I did hear that Celtic were looking at the Spanish under twenty-one goalkeeper. I think he plays for Barcelona, but he was on loan at uh, Almira, I think. But uh, as far as the goalkeeper goes, Joe Hart doesn't fit into Brendan Rodgers' mould as a goalkeeper. He's no. That's why he ended up bringing in Scott Bain. But then I think also there will be people that will say that he maybe didn't fit into Ange Postecoglou's model, but still found two years of success there. Totally correct, right? But I think he'll still stay there for a year. I think Joe Hart will be Celtic's number one for another season, at least. Well, then, the, you, you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow. You know, Celtic lost six goals, as you're only too well aware, Kevin, uh, in Yokohama, uh, in Osaka. There really has to be a greater look of dependability about the team at the back because, um, you know, as I say, the two of Celtic's first four games in the, the league season are at Aberdeen and against Rangers at Ibrox. You know, they, they, they're going to have to start the season in an assured fashion. Uh, and that goes for Michael Beale as well. Uh, so I would have thought, you know, if you're looking at a new goalkeeper, I'd have thought you'd been about your business quicker than this. Kevin, Marco Tello is obviously injured, but are you hoping to see a bit of Odin Thiago home tomorrow? I would like to I, uh, I'll get it on the TV at some point But um, I would like to see him I watched him obviously just on YouTube He looks like he can pass the ball He looks like he's a replacement for Moy To be honest, that type of player So I'm excited, he's only young So I mean, it's a lot of money I think it was two and a half million I think we spent on him well, it'll be interested to see whether he makes his debut tomorrow Of course it's not a competitive debut yet Celtic still uh, and amongst the friendlies playing against Gamble Osaka 11 o'clock that one is tomorrow morning Rangers also in friendly action tomorrow as well against Hamburg and of course there are huge via play cup group fixtures as well we'll be able to look back at all them on Monday night I'll be back in the studio with Roger Hanna but sadly that's all we've got time for tonight and for this week but thank you very much to Hugh Keevans in the studio thank you for all your calls and all your tweets and thank you for just listening at home as well it's much appreciated but stay right there because George will get your shout out sorted on the GBX next <laughs>